All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name is Chloe. I hope you're all having a wonderful day, a wonderful evening, whenever you're listening to this. I hope it's been good to you. And I am so grateful that you decided to click on this episode. I'm so thankful that you're here spending some time with me whenever you're listening to this, this afternoon, this morning. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. Make sure you follow this podcast and rate it five stars leave a review, send it to a family member or a friend who you think might benefit from it, and share this on social media. Put it on your story. Let people know that you're subscribed to You Learn Something New Every Day. Let people know that you're learning something new every single day. It is such a wonderful message to spread. And just know that I really appreciate you. It helps me out a lot when you guys do this, and I'm very thankful. So, Now that we got that out of the way, what's up? I hope you all have been having a good last few days, last week. It is springtime. It is officially spring full in effect, all right? I kind of messed up how I was going to say that, but you you understood what I was putting down. Um, First day of spring was my birthday, March 20th. I was born on a Tuesday at 2.30 in the morning. All right. Now, if you're like, okay, I got to go look up her birth chart. Let me save you some time. Okay. Pisces sun, Gemini moon, Capricorn rising. It's a fun little mix. We three have a great time together. Um, sometimes, um, (laughs) anyway, so my roommate, Bianca, who's also one of my best friends, Uh, she has the same birthday as me. Now, she was born a year earlier, so she turns 21, but we have the same birthday, and she was born in the evening. Now, March 20th 20th is the cusp date for when Pisces season goes into Aries season. So, that's when the sun goes into a different sign. So, I'm a Pisces because I was born super early in the morning, but Bianca was born in the afternoon, evening time, so she's an Aries. Um, Now, of course, you know, we're technically cusps, but... The sun can't be in one place, or the sun can't be in two places at once, you know? Like, it can't be in two signs at once. So, like, yeah, we're both, like, Pisces-Aries cusps, but at the end of the day, like, that's the sign that the sun was in when we were born. So, anyway, fun little fact. Um, I want to share with you guys, I'm doing that cliche, you know, 20 things I've learned in 20 years, or 25 things I've learned uh, with 25 years on, yeah, alive. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like this is very basic, but my things that I learned won't be basic. That's what I like about this little trend, you know. You'll see it on YouTube. You'll see it on podcasts. Um, I don't know. I feel like people just like to reflect and share, and I'm all for that, you know. So let's, let's, I'm gonna share some deep stuff with you guys. Some things I might go a little bit more in depth than others, but there are some things that are just, Some things that I've learned a long time ago and some things that I'm learning as we speak. So some things are a little bit more current, so I won't be able to get as personal just because of other people's privacy and my own privacy. And there's some things that I just simply haven't figured out yet. Um, So, but I think that's really cool about this is, you know, I'm still learning. Like, I'm not trying to say, I learned all these things and like, this is this is how it is. Like, no, I'm still learning, you know? Like, I could go back and listen to this episode in 10 years and be like, you know what? Like, 
I thought I learned that, but I didn't learn that until this happened, you know? So, I don't know. I feel like this will be fun to look back on, but anyway, yeah, March, I'm recording this on March 22nd. Today is my sister's birthday, actually, so happy birthday to her. Um, my birthday was two days ago, and it was great. I saw my best friend, and we went on a long walk with my dogs, and we had a great lunch, and it was really chill. I saw my family, and... I saw my people, so, and I taught a class, and I worked out, so it was great, you know, I, I, I still got my good routine in to make me feel good, but I also was able to, like, chill out and, you know, move my body and, you know, see people that I care about, so yeah, it, it was a good day. Um, I, before we jump in, actually, you know what, I am gonna just jump on in instead of sharing what I learned, because I'm about to share 20 things I've learned. So, 20 things I've learned in the past 20 years. First thing that I wrote down was, you can't control other people. Now, this is something that I feel like a lot of people say, and a lot of people quote-unquote understand, but they might not actually understand it. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, of course I can't control other people. But then they go and they try to do it. I mean, like, you can't expect things from other people. You can have great intentions. You can, you know, you might make some assumptions. But, like, at the end of the day, you can't make anybody do anything. And the more that you try, the more tension is going to build, the more they're going to push back and feel that resentment, the more you're going to resent them for trying to control them, all right? We are humans. We are supposed to change. We are supposed to evolve. We are supposed to mess up so we can learn. So having control, resisting change is against our nature. So don't even try it, all right? Don't try to control other people. Now, going into my second thing, number two, you can't control what happens to you, right? Okay, not even just talking about people. You just can't control what happens to you in life. However, you can control how you react. And now, if you've ever taken one of my spin classes, my strength classes, whatever, my small group training classes, like any type of fitness class, you'd know I'm a big, I, I emphasize this big time. All right, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to what happens to you, right? We may not choose the cards that we've been dealt, but we it, it's up to us to choose how to play the game with those cards, you know? You can't control the weather, but you can control how you react to it, right? If it's a beautiful day outside, you can control what you do with that. You can control the fact that you're able to go outside and enjoy the sunshine. If it's a rainy day, maybe you wanted to go outside. Hey, my birthday is a perfect example of this. Usually it snows on my birthday and it's March. Like I'm ready for spring. There's been spring teasers and then there's like a random snowstorm on March 20th. It happens like every freaking year. This past year and then the year before that, I got lucky and it didn't. But like every other year, it just snows. And I've had birthdays where, like, it would snow so much to the point where, like, all the restaurants would get closed down and I would have to completely, like, reschedule and change up my plans. And that used to, you know, bother me in the past and kind of upset me, but 
you can't let that get to you because if you're letting outside circumstances affect your your mood and your thoughts and the rest of your day, then you're never going to have a good day because shit is going to happen all the time. It, shit's always happening. It, it, it sucks. It really does. And I'm not trying to invalidate or belittle tragic events or anything like that. But at the end of the day, you don't have control over the circumstances. You don't have control over the situations you're put in, but you can control how you react and you can control how you react in the sense of you can learn from situations and try to prevent them the best you can. You can't completely prevent them. You can't completely control what happens. But if you know that you doing X, Y, and Z is going to lead to you being in this bad situation, now you know to avoid doing X, Y, and Z so that you can avoid that situation. All right, number three. This is another thing I say a lot in my classes. Until you put yourself first, you cannot put anyone or anything else first. All right, we've all heard that saying, you can't fill your own, you can't pour from an empty glass. You know, you can't, you can't fill up anyone else's cup until you fill your own cup first. All right, so this is something that I'm still learning and I'm still practicing to this day. It's still hard for me. I'm someone who I grew up really fast and I had to grow up under circumstances where I couldn't I I couldn't always put myself first and I couldn't always open up about how I really feel because I would get a bad reaction. I'd have consequences to my emotions, to how I felt. So I would always tune in to, this is where my empathetic side comes in. I am 100,000% an empath. I would just simply always think about other people and how they would react and how they would feel. And I never thought about how I would feel. You know, it might cross my mind. Okay, yeah, it's going to suck 10 times more if I do this this way, but it would benefit the other person. So I'm going to do it anyways because it's going to benefit them. And I just want them to be happy. You know, I just want them to like me. I just want them to you know, be okay because then I can, you know, because they might not be able to handle it, but I can handle it, you know, like it was always like, oh yeah, I can handle it, but you shouldn't always have to handle something, all right? Like you have to, at some point, you have to put yourself first. You have to draw a line. You have to set a boundary. You can't just keep giving and giving and giving because bad people with bad intentions are going to drain that from you. They're going to recognize it. They're going to take advantage of you. That happened to me. And then they're going to walk away and not even give a shit. And you're going to be left still feeling bad for them because you don't know how to hate someone. You don't know how to resent someone. You don't know how to do something bad to someone. The amount of times my friend, I mean, I'm not naming names. You know who you are. I had one person do something pretty awful to me and one of my friends was like, you should egg their car. Like, you need to do something. Like, they, that was so awful, that wouldn't even be half of what they did to you. And, you know, yeah, that's true. You know, like, I, egging their car would be the least of, you know, what they, feeling what they did to me. But I, that, that I, that's, I don't have that in me and I don't want to do that. And... I don't know. I just, 
I don't know. I, I just, I've learned and I'm still learning that I have to put myself first before I try to put anything else first or anyone else first. So I got to put myself first before I put my job, before I put, you know, my pets, my, my friends, my family. I have to look out for myself and then I can look out for everybody else, right? All right, number four, the bad days don't last forever, even though sometimes they feel like they do. Now, this is something that I also have to remind myself on the bad days, because in the bad days, I feel very deeply and I get very in my head. I'm someone who likes to think, because I think a lot. I like to think to myself and then I just don't really talk about it out loud. I just kind of work through it in my own, like to myself. So it's very easy to get wrapped up in my own head. It's very easy to kind of self-isolate. And it's very easy to slip into the darkness. And I, I mean, I can fully co will convince myself somehow that the this bad mood that I'm in, this bad day that I'm having is going to last forever. And that's just not the case. So just remember that the bad days don't last forever, even if sometimes they feel like they do. Number five, kind of going off of that last thing, everything seems a lot bigger in the moment than it actually is. All right. In other sense, in other words, my problems are very small. They're a lot smaller than they seem. This is one reason I love going on like, you know, vacations and trips and, and just, even if it's not like a full on vacation, like a week away, just going somewhere that's different from my normal surroundings is great and so refreshing because it reminds you that your problems are very small, that there are much bigger things in this world that are going on and much more, you know, important things going on. I feel like when you're around the same thing, the same people, the same energy all the time, it's very easy to get kind of wrapped up in your own little world. And something might be important to you, but it might not be important in the grand scheme of this whole life thing that we're doing here. So, you know, it's important to take a step back because I think a lot of us especially in this day and age. I mean, we've lived through a pandemic and, you know, just some awful, awful tragedies, some awful situations in this world. And so I think a lot of us try to distract ourselves and we get, we, we fully immerse ourselves in our work, in, you know, gossip and other people's problems. We're always looking, we're always trying to, you know, look for something to take our mind off of our actual problems, like our bigger problems. Um, and it just, it just makes, it makes you have even more problems and they're really small when you think about it. You know, we really worry a lot for, I don't want to say no reason, but sometimes it is for no reason, you know? So yeah, everything seems bigger in the moment. All right. Take a step back, take a breath, recollect, and try to gain a new perspective. Try to look at something from a point of view where you're not you and you're just someone else looking in. You're observing. All right, number six, also kind of tying into that, my situation isn't all that unique. All right, my problems aren't unique. They aren't special. All right, uh, that's not me trying to invalidate the struggles I've been through, but I've been through some really shitty, really, really, really shitty things, but unfortunately I know that I'm not the only person that's been through that 
and I say unfortunately because I it breaks my heart that there's other people out there that have been through some of the things that I've been through however once you recognize that you're able to kind of release your ego and you're able to tap into compassion and you're able to realize that you're not as alone as you think you know like if you have a big problem it's kind of comforting knowing that other people have had the same problem because other people have figured it out other people have gotten through it it doesn't mean it's easy but they've gotten through it and so so can you right again it doesn't mean it's going to be easy but a lot of problems that you're having most people have had that same exact problem before somewhere somehow all right, next up, number seven. Uh, I've learned that not everybody you'd expect to support you will support you. All right, this kind of ties into the first thing I said where you said, where I said you can't control other people. A lot of times, especially when you show support to someone and you show love to them and you give it your all, it hurts when they don't show it back. And saying this doesn't make it hurt less, but it does help a little bit understanding that, you know, even if you think someone would support you and they're going to show up for you, they might not. And it hurts. It really sucks. And it doesn't really make sense. But that's that's just something I've had to learn the hard way and again I'm still learning it and I'm still kind of you know accepting it I'm not fully there yet um but yeah that's just something that you're gonna have to know because and that ties into you know if you can't put anything else before yourself because if you're putting your expectations on someone else you're setting yourself up for failure and if you're expecting someone to support you and they don't and you let that get to you everyone no one that doesn't like everyone that doesn't support you is going to just hurt you because you're putting that expectation on them and then you're letting you're giving them power to take away the good moments for you Next thing I've learned in these 20 years on earth is number eight. Uh, That is family doesn't mean that you have to follow their exact footsteps, all right? Just because they're family and they might have your good intentions, they don't always, but, you know, sometimes, you know, it's a family member, they have great intentions, they want the best for you. But that doesn't always mean that they do know exactly what is best for you. And you don't have to follow in their exact footsteps. You don't have to become what they became. You don't have to go to school for the same thing they went to school for. You don't have to have the same career. You don't have to live in the same state. You don't have to live in the same country. You don't have to travel to the same places. You don't have to have the same lifestyle. At the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. 
Because again, until you put yourself first, you're not going to be happy. You won't be able to put anything else first. You won't be able to put anyone else first. If you're showing up and you're doing things that's all for your family, all to make them happy, you're never going to fully be happy. You're never going to be fulfilled. And it's going to be a pretty tiring life. And that's, that's not fair to you. Don't put that on yourself. All right? It's hard, okay? They might not approve of you. Uh, some people, you know, they don't follow their exact family's followings and teachings. And, you know, they get, they get shunned or they get, you know, kicked out or they get, you know, cut off, whatever it is. And it's hard. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Because that means you're staying true to you. And if you're staying true to you, at the end of the day, the universe is going to have your back. And you have to trust that. You have to learn to trust that. Number nine, independence is freaking key. Learn to be independent. If you've been with someone for your entire teen years, your entire 20s, like, I don't know. I'm not saying go break up with them. Like, if they're for you and it's good and it's healthy, that's great. But, like, if you're codependent on someone all the time and you're, like, noticing patterns that, hey, I've had a boyfriend every single year for the past seven years and they've been different each year, that's maybe a sign that you can't really be alone, that you don't like to be on your own. And and that's okay. I know it's uncomfortable to be by yourself, but you have to learn how to be independent. You have to learn how to be good on your own because once you know that you're good on your own, the world is at your fingertips, baby. Like once you are comfortable in your own energy, that from there you can everything else benefits because when you start hanging out with people when you start dating again you'll make sure instead of looking for someone to fill the void instead of looking for someone to just kind of be with you all the time you're looking for someone that adds to the equation that brings something to the table and if they're not bringing to the table if they're not benefiting you if they're draining you more than charging you then that's a sign that you need to let them go and that you're better off in your own energy. Once you know that you can do stuff on your own, it's a lot less scary when, you know, someone leaves you or someone breaks up with you or, you know, someone betrays you. Independence is key. Watch your own back first, all right? Number 10, you're never alone even when you feel like it. This is also something that I'm still learning in the moment and I'm still, I still have to remind myself this when I'm having those bad days, when I'm having those days where I do feel alone. Kind of going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, my situation isn't all that unique. Like, you're never fully alone. All right. Now that's, I don't know. That's something that you can't really convince anybody and you have to just let them be able to feel it and figure it out on their own. And that's kind of how a lot of these are. These are all things that you can't really teach someone. If you haven't, if you're not resonating with any of this, that's okay. Because I can't, I can't make you learn any of this just by telling you, you know, like you have to experience it for yourself. 
Number 11. Therapy is fucking amazing. All right? Therapy is really hard. It's really uncomfortable. I've been in and out of it. I know, whoa, words. In and out of it my entire life. And, you know, I've had some great therapists, and but I've also had some really shitty ones. And you're not going to click with every single therapist. And that's okay. All right? You have to be able to be honest and, you know, kind of give it a chance. But then you got to be able to recognize, okay, this isn't working. I need to find a new person. Because if you don't have that, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, if you don't have that connection, you're not going to get much out of it. You're going to get what you put into it. All right. Going off of this also, I wanted to say that you have to feel your emotions. You can't just analyze and then be done with it. You can't just like distract yourself and then just not deal with it. You have to feel your emotions, and if you don't, they're gonna they're gonna be felt in some way or another. You can suppress all you want, but they're gonna come up one day, somewhere, somehow. It's easier to just work through it in the moment. It sucks, it's uncomfortable, but feel it. This is also something I am currently learning. I love to analyze my emotions. I love it. I love it because it makes me feel like I understand them and it makes me feel like I have control. But that's not good because then I don't actually feel them and then I have all this emotion inside of me and I don't know where it's coming from. All right, so stop suppressing your shit because it's going to come up one way or another. Number 12. I... Now, this is... (laughs) Okay, I build things up in my head so much. A lot of it is just the anxiety that I struggle with. The social anxiety, the, you know, general anxiety, the OCD. Like, I just, I work things up in my head so much. I think so much. And then it's, like, not even a big deal. Like, I will be so anxious about having a conversation. I'll be so beyond anxious about confronting someone over something so small. I work it up in my head. I go through all the possible scenarios. And then the it's, like, the easiest conversation. And you guys end up, like, laughing. And it's just, like, it, 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 you were so worried for nothing. And it's draining. It is so taxing on your energy. So... I mean, I'm still learning this too, but I'm really starting to realize, like, I I can't just, like, build things up in my head all the time and create these scenarios because it's all in my head. All right? If something is physically happening, you can worry about that, but until you know something for sure, until it's not just a theory you came up with in your head, don't put too much energy worrying about it. All right. Being open and being honest is key when you're building trust, when you're building a friendship or a relationship. Don't build it up in your head. All right. You have to you have to communicate. You got to talk about it. Number 13, I learned how to live alone. Now, I don't live alone, so this is technically not true, but I don't live with my parents. So I kind of meant, like, alone, like, away from, like, my parents. Um, In December, this past December 2021, I moved out of my dad's apartment. And, yeah, Bianca and I have been living together the past few months. And I'm really proud of us. We've been doing a really good job. 
Um, I feel like I, this was another thing that I worked up in my head a lot. And the beginning is obviously stressful. Like, you know, you're moving, you're settling in, you got to figure out a new routine. But it's, I don't know, once you settle in, it's like, oh, okay. Like, I got this, you know. You just got to learn to, like, discipline yourself. You got to learn to stick to things, even on the days you don't want to, you know. Like, it's like when people are like, oh, how do you stay motivated? It's like, I don't stay motivated. I just stay consistent. I want to say that again, all right? I don't stay motivated every day. But I work out every day, even when I'm not motivated, because I'm consistent. All right, stay consistent. One day at a time, make promises to yourself, set intentions, and then follow through with it. All right, you got to follow through with your word. All right, what's next? Number 14. (laughs) I learned a shit ton about fitness. I learned a shit ton about teaching fitness, about connecting with people, about speaking in front of people, about empowering people, about you know, my own fitness athletic abilities, I have just learned a lot. And I've learned a lot in a lot of different ways. You know, I've been teaching for over three years now, been teaching fitness classes. I have learned a lot about, uh, you know, newer formats that I've been teaching. I've been learning, you know, different exercises, different things about, you know, the biomechanics of everything. And, you know, the science behind everything and the nutrition aspect of things and just all things health and wellness. I've just learned so much. I can't even begin to explain. Um, But, yeah, no, it's been, it's been crazy. I feel like this journey for me, this health and wellness education that I've been getting has been ongoing since as long as I can remember and I credit a lot of that to my dad because he has taught me a lot about you know health and wellness nutrition and fitness mental health all that um number 15 I learned that you cannot work out a ton and not eat I learned that you have to eat now I learned this in a not so great way. I've been open on this podcast before with my struggles, my my struggles in the past with, you know, disordered eating and, you know, eating habits and body dysmorphia, all that. Um, and I'm so much better with it now. I'm not great. I still get triggered from time to time, but I am definitely developing a much healthier relationship with food and like in high school and middle school it was not healthy at all and I was restricting a lot and I was working out a lot and that just doesn't work because you're going to burn out. You're going to get tired and you're going to get hurt or you're going to snap and binge one day or you're going to, you know, pass out like that happened. I fainted in my gym class one day. That's not cool. All right? Don't do that to yourself. All right. What's next? Number 16. You'll never regret a workout or a good night's sleep. 
All right, so two parts to that. You'll never regret a workout. All right, there have been times where, you know, the motivation isn't there, but I went anyways. You know, I was tired. Last thing I wanted to do was work out, but I never regretted it. I always walked out of there feeling better than when I walked in. Same goes with getting a good night's sleep. You know, especially in, like, middle school, high school, you might have, like, FOMO when your friends are hanging out, you know, but you have work in the morning or you have, you know, a a game the next day or a competition or whatever you're doing. And, you know, you know that you need to stay in and go to bed early. You're never going to regret waking up in the morning and feeling like you got some good rest. All right. It's very undervalued, very underappreciated. Number 17, I learned that instant gratification isn't true happiness. Um, And if anything, I think it kind of makes things worse in the long run. You know, if you're getting instant gratification, there's a reason that it's instant. It's because it's not true. You know, it's the things that take a long time, that take a lot of effort, that are a slow process. Those are what's most rewarding. Those are the most fulfilling. Number 18, your mind is very, very powerful. Your thoughts control your reality. Meditation, which is observing your thoughts, is key for this. Presence is key for this. Presence is key in all aspects of life. You can't constantly distract yourself you can't constantly worry about the past or the future because your life is present your life is right now and if you don't pay attention if you aren't present it's gonna go by you and you're gonna miss it so don't miss it number 19 you're going to drift from people and that's okay You're going to drift from people you never thought you'd ever drift from, and it sucks, but that's okay. My dogs are barking. Daisy, I'm trying to record a podcast. I just think it's really rude that she would bark at a time like this. Anyway, you'll, you're going to, what was I saying? You're going to drift from people, and that's okay. This is also something that I'm still learning to, the second part, all right? I understand that you're going to drift from people, but I'm still trying to understand the that's okay part. You know, sometimes there are people that are brought into your life just for a certain amount of time so that you can learn something from them and they can learn from you. And then, you know, you learned the lesson and that's all that was needed. That's all the universe wanted was for you guys to get together, teach each other something, and then you guys could part ways. And it's a bittersweet thing to come to terms with. But it also kind of makes you appreciate the people that are in your life right now and that's why it's so important to be present you know I feel like time feels so slow in the moment but like you'll look back like a few months ago and it's like damn I was talking to a lot more people I wasn't talking to now there are some people that you know we hung out for the last time and I had no idea so I don't know just you got to understand that not everybody's meant to be in your life forever. You know, some people are going to grow with you and some people are going to stay where they're at. And if you're staying with them where they're at, you're not going to grow yourself. So you have to be able to 
let go of the friendships and the relationships that aren't serving you anymore. And I know it's bittersweet. I know it's hard, but again, the whole message of all of this, you got to keep showing up for yourself. You got to stay with yourself first. Now, final thing I learned, number 20, and this is far from the last thing I've learned. All right. This is just on my list. Last thing. Not every single day is going to be amazing. Not every single day is going to feel like my best. Not every day is going to feel like my strongest or my happiest or my most productive. And that's okay. You have to feel the bad days to appreciate the good days, right? You got to know what it feels like to not have a good day, to know what a good day feels like. You have to experience the lows to know what to do to experience the highs, right? You have to experience the bad moments to know what to avoid in the future. All right, so not every single day is going to be great. And that's okay. And that's something that, again, I'm still learning this. I'm still learning all of this, really. Sometimes I'll get frustrated when I don't do, I'm not as productive as I would have liked to. If I don't work out as long as I would like to. And part of it is I'm just very hard on myself. And I put high expectations on myself. And I'm learning that, you know, not every single day is going to be the most productive because I will burn out, all right? I have to be able to take those rest days. I have to be able to take those days where I don't work out or I don't do anything productive so I can recharge, right? So overall, over these 20 points that I've just made within these past 20 years of my life, I just wanted to thank everybody who tunes into this podcast each week, who listened to this episode, who made it to the very end. I want to thank everybody who's ever taught me any lesson, who's ever, you know, come in contact with me, whether it's for a second or a minute or a day or a year or, you know, my whole life. I'm very grateful for the lessons that I've learned and some of them were really hard to learn I've been through my fair share of low lows but I've also been through my fair share of high highs and I know that they're highs because I felt the low and so I'm more appreciative of the good moments so anyway I just thank you so much for tuning in I really really love this podcast and I'm really grateful that I started this up, you know, it's been two years now since I started this podcast and I don't know, I love it. I love sharing whatever I have to say, depending on the week. I love hearing that some things that I've gone through resonate with you. You know, there are sometimes, and sometimes there are shitty situations and again, that sucks and if you've been through some of the shitty things I've been through my heart goes out to you but I also know that we got through it and we're going to get through it and we're gonna come out stronger on the other side and remember that you're not alone you know that's really what this whole podcast is for is to remind everybody and remind myself that we're not alone in this and our problems are a lot smaller and they're a lot less unique than we make them out to be so 
on that note, I hope you guys have a beautiful, wonderful rest of your day, wonderful rest of your week, and if not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you all. I will see you guys next Friday with another episode. Peace out.